Who should you be targeting on your Week 15 Dynasty Waiver Wire? We're talking about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? Things are good, man. How are you? Things are good here as well. We are into week 15. I can't believe it, but it's fantasy playoff time. So let's let's do a quick check-in. How, okay. How'd your dynasty leagues go this year? Pretty good. Um, I am in, well, I am in five dynasty leagues. One of them is a very productive struggle, which is productively struggling. The other one's a rather productive struggle. And the other three... Well, two, I'm a contender. One, I'm somehow in the playoffs because I have Dak Prescott and Debo Sam. Uh, all right. All right. You know. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, three for five in the playoffs. Um, I'm in 12 dynasty leagues, I think I counted. Uh, one of those is that vampire league I've talked about where essentially started our team from scratch this yeah, season. Fun. So never, never had a chance at the playoffs in that one, but we, we won a couple games, got to steal a couple players. That was fun. Uh, so we've, we've got some hope heading into next year, but uh, again, did not even come close to the playoffs. Other than that, I made the playoffs in every league. So wow. Good job. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens over the next few weeks. We're going to talk about some of the players that might have an impact on those fantasy playoffs. Let's start with some waiver wire talk and, Matt, we've kind of mentioned it the past couple of weeks. We're close to the fantasy playoffs, and I mean the injuries continue. It, we don't we don't even need to uh, talk about how bad that's been this season. But I mean, even if you're losing Justin Herbert, maybe we'll start the conversation there. Even if you're losing Justin Herbert, you're probably not going to start Easton Stick. If you lost C.J. Stroud, you're probably not starting Davis Mills. But we'll. We'll talk about the names just in case. Let's let's do start with the Chargers. Man, Matt, it's been it's been a disaster of a season for this Chargers team. I mean, not only were they viewed as a playoff team entering the season, but as a as a real contender. Of course, they had made the uh, change at offensive coordinator, and and there was a lot of hope. Obviously, a very talented team, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball, and. Yeah, it's it's just been horrible. It, it, it continues uh, or continued in week 14 with Justin Herbert suffering a broken uh, index finger on his throwing hand. Uh, the the latest I've seen is that he is having surgery, I believe, actually today. Um, we are we are recording this on uh, on Monday before Monday Night Football, as we often do. So we've got a couple games still in the hopper coming up tonight. but. Um, Sounds like sounds like Herbert's going to have surgery, and I mean, you look at this team's record, and it doesn't take a 
you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out he's he's probably done for the year. I would imagine. I mean, I'm still kind of shocked that there hasn't been a head coaching change. Maybe that comes uh-huh. on Tuesday. I, mean, I don't know, but uh, I'm not sure what that would even accomplish at that this point. I would be shocked if Herbert plays the rest of the year. But it's not like, boy, what a great opportunity for Easton Stick. Maybe he, you know, he's been around long enough that if uh, if his story were to get a lot better, it probably would have by now. But, um, you know, I, I can't see a lot of wins. I think you want to play the Chargers. But one thing I keep thinking about with this with Dynasty is I really like to look ahead at teams' salary cap situations, you know, money yes. things. And the Chargers are a mess. I mean, they have so many contracts that are – 10 million or more. Like, I don't know that Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Eckler can return. Like, I'm personnel wise, it almost has to be worse next year than it is better unless they hit on some draft picks. That's kind of how I feel as well, and and it's it's a foregone conclusion. I think that we will have a new coaching staff there, at least yeah. at, at the very least, a new head coach uh, there with the Chargers, and um, you know maybe. It, well, I think Justin Herbert is really the only thing we can count on there yeah. uh, as far as what to expect next season. Certainly one of one, if not both of Allen and Williams, I think will be gone. Uh, Eckler, you know, Eckler was almost gone last offseason, mm-hmm. actually requested a trade. And it feels like a distant memory at this point, but uh, the way he's playing, uh, the contract we can expect that he would uh, be looking for. Uh, I think Austin Eckler could be on a new team as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, In fact, I mean, we can jump ahead to the running back position here. Isaiah Spiller's on my, on my list of players to uh, target on the waiver wire or to at least check your waiver wire for. I know uh, we always talk about the depth of leagues my leagues are, are pretty large rosters. He's gone, I think, in all of those. But if you're in a 20-man roster league, I would be looking for Isaiah Spiller. We did see him get more touches than Josh Kelly on Sunday. We heard going into that game that it was going to be a, a hot hand situation. And, I mean, you think what you know about uh, about these three running backs and you expect Eckler to be the hot hand of the group. And, and he, had a, he had a solid game yeah, on Sunday, right, yeah. but... Overall, uh, really a disappointing season for Austin Eckler. Yeah, and he, I don't say shot, but he might be at the end of his rope or on a contender next year making less than he should in a committee situation. And maybe Spiller can show this last month that he's in the mix next year. I can't imagine the Chargers would think of him as as the lead back. I mean, but... If you don't have a lot of assets, maybe it's Spiller and a fourth round pick next year, you know, and take your chances. Well, we're going to be, Matt, we're going to be talking about Kyron Williams on tomorrow's show. He's going to be the focus of our uh, show tomorrow, a dynasty value study uh, about Kyron Williams. And I've already seen people talking about who's next year's Kyron Williams. Hmm. Who's, who's the running back that could come out of nowhere. And, Maybe it's Isaiah Spiller, right? Maybe he hmm. walks into that lead job, and I don't know. I mean, you look at the, at guys like That's this. He was the day three. He was the day three pick. He's been uh, sparingly used. We don't want to step on tomorrow's show too much, but uh, 
you know, I, I, we didn't think Kyron Williams was going to do this either. At least most people, almost everybody did not expect this from Kyron Williams this season. So it, when things like that happen, when players like that pop up and, and uh, perform, it is a surprise. So would it be a surprise if it were Spiller? Sure. Uh, but it's always going to be a surprise when that day three running back uh, becomes a fantasy starter. So Isaiah Spiller, a guy I'm I'm going to make sure is rostered in all of my leagues. And if he's out there, I'm going to grab him. I like that Kyron Williams conversation. I wouldn't have thought that. But as you were talking through that, I'm sitting here thinking their draft process was sort of similar. You know, like going into their, their draft year, yeah. they were big name guys, big programs, productive at college. And frankly, they both tested like crap. So they fell, yep. <laughs> you know, like... So, Absolutely. You know, I mean, there are some similarities there. I, I like that. Might not have a lot of competition either. Yeah. Well, that's the big thing. And Cash I obviously, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, for Spiller, it would, it would uh, require Austin Eckler moving on. But I do think that's a, a real possibility. Uh, Matt, the Texans are another team we need to talk about. Davis Mills looks like he could get the start. Uh, in week 15, of course, C.J. Stroud suffers the head injury. He left the game. Uh, that entire Texans team, it's been such a fun team to watch this season, and it is it is falling apart. We saw the Tank Dell injury last week. Nico Collins leaves the game early in, uh, in week 14. Dalton Schultz is still out. Uh, I don't know. This, this is a rough one. I don't know if there's any takeaways here. And, uh, if, if all of these guys are, are out and, and miss week 15, it's probably just a team to avoid. I would imagine, I mean, the little I know about the Nico one, maybe that's not long-term. I kind of have a hunch Stroud's going to play. It just seems, <laughs> I hate to say this, but as the season's gone on and it's meant more with games on the line, Seems mm-hmm. like people are, you know, passing concussion protocol than earlier in the year. You know, yes, just a coincidence. True. Coincidence, maybe. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Davis Mills, though, super quick. Um, I don't want to say he's Gardner Minshew, but I could see him being better than Easton Stick and dudes like that. Like, I thought he had some flashes that he could be in this league and start a handful of games somewhere throughout the course of his career. I mean, in super flex league, I wouldn't mind him being at the bottom of my roster. Yeah, I totally agree. And and he, he is a guy who we've seen put up some fantasy numbers uh, in the past when he was the starter for the Texans. And yeah, you're right. He's, he's a guy. Uh, I don't know that I'm that interested uh, here in the fantasy playoffs, but mm-hmm. uh, certainly a, a guy I would like to stash and uh, kind of watch and see where he ends up. I think he's got one more year with the Texans, I believe, but yeah. uh, once he hits, free agency. And um, like you said, the Gardner Minshew comp is a good one. Uh, just that, that high upside backup that so, so many teams around the NFL uh, need for sure. Matt, we've got a couple other waiver wire players to talk about some situations that we will hit on. We'll continue that conversation next. Guys, I've told you about game time before. Uh, we just used it the other day. My daughter and her new boyfriend, don't get me started on that, just went to their first ever Steeler game, kind of a spur of the moment thing. They used the game time app. Boom. Had a great time. Sat there, got drenched, you know, rain delay after rain delay, but they didn't know the difference. They had fun. So you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. 
Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy. There's a bunch of stand-up coming to town I'm going to check out. Theater, all that stuff near you. You can Game time's phenomenal with that. They have killer last-minute deals. All-in prices. That's important to me, too, because some of these apps will you know hit you with these fees at the end, and you end up paying more than you think you would do. They have great views from your seat and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Uh, they have flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets of every kind. Um, views from all seats in the venue, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection. So all in prices show your total up front. Um, you can see the, the view from your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect. It takes like two seconds and two taps to buy them, which is phenomenal too. I, I mentioned the zone deals. I think they're interesting too. So you go pick your section and then game time will pick the exact seats, which is not that different if you're in the section for an average of 18% off. I mean, you save 18% on average with these zone deals and the game time guarantee means that you'll get the get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time, download the game time app, create an account, use our code locked on NFL, all one word. That's $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're talking Dynasty waiver wire targets for this week. We've talked about the Chargers situation uh, as well as the Texans. Looks like we could see both Easton Stick and Davis Mills start this week for their respective teams. We also mentioned Isaiah Spiller as a target, not necessarily for the rest of this season, but more of a long-term stash right now to see how that Chargers backfield plays out. A couple of other backfields that are kind of interesting Uh, This is, I guess, more of a short-term situation. We saw Alexander Madison get banged up a little bit. Ty Chandler is a name we've talked about on here already a couple times this year. If he's on your waiver wire, I would give him, uh, once again, another shot. And and Josh Jacobs suffered a a, uh, lower leg injury. He's iffy to play in week 15 as well. I know I really needed him. Uh, on one team, so I'm I'm holding out hope, but it sure is not looking good. Zamir you White made the playoffs in every league you're in. I don't want to hear it. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I want more. I'm not satisfied. <laughs> I, I, I want some titles. Uh, Zamir White, Amir Abdullah, Zamir and, and Amir. Whew, what a, what a duo! That wow, there you be. go. Wow. Uh, a to they're Z. Likely. Yeah, there you go. Like they're likely to uh, share that that Raiders backfield and. Honestly, we haven't seen a lot of success there. That would be, uh, once again, a desperation play. But, of course, Zamir White into his second year still has some uh, upside, in my opinion, at least. Chandler, White, Amir Abdullah, any thoughts on those guys or Jacobs or Madison, Matt? Um, it amazes me Amir Abdullah is still getting a paycheck at this point. Like, he's been out of sight, out of mind forever. Yeah. I do like Chandler. Um, we've talked about him previous weeks. Um, seems like something's missing or they would have given him more at certain junctures or not traded for acres. But Zamir White's right. the target for me. I mean, at least he's still young. 
very, very, very little tread off his tires since coming to the league. That team's pretty awful right well, now. Even in college. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. So, yeah, I would be take a shot, you know, stash him. Uh, the wide receiver position, Parker Washington, might have been a waiver wire pickup a week ago as we saw uh, Christian Kirk go down with an injury. Uh, Washington has now scored in back-to-back games. He's also made some uh, really boneheaded mistakes, uh, which you, you expect from a rookie uh, seeing his first uh, first real action of his career. So yeah, maybe maybe I'm being too hard on that guy, but uh, Washington has played pretty well. If he's still out there, I would go ahead and grab him. Looks like Christian Kirk is done for the year. Uh, we already talked about the Texans. Not only did they lose C.J. Stroud um, to that head injury, Nico Collins, and, uh, and of course, Tank Dell both out. So Noah Brown, the rookie Xavier Hutchinson, and John Mechie are all next in line. And like Matt said, Davis Mills not afraid to air it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So those, uh, those three receivers are, are not quite bottom of the barrel, uh, but they're, they're certainly worth roster spots here as the season winds down. Uh, any, any other thoughts on those Texans, Matt? I like this whole group, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. I went after Parker Washington hard a week ago. Noah Brown's had some good time. I mean, I think Hutchinson was a quality prospect. Mechie was a very good prospect. I mean, I like yeah. that passing game. And Wicks is another guy to me that's pretty intriguing, too, that he flashes. So this whole group of receivers to me is worth a shot. Yeah, last guy to mention here, tight end Davis Allen, another rookie. Uh, This one of the Rams. Uh, Top two Rams tight ends, both were out with injury. Actually, uh, Tyler Higbee missed the game with the uh, with an injury, and then uh, Hunter Long, former Dolphins tight end, suffered an MCL injury. His season is over. So Davis Allen played pretty well uh, as the as Matt Stafford and the Rams were throwing the ball all over the place, uh, and we could see him uh, continue to get some uh, some opportunity as the season winds down. Certainly in those tight end premium leagues, Davis Allen would be a guy I would take a shot on. Matt, as we've talked about already, the fantasy playoffs are here. Uh, One more time, we're going to take a look at the five-star schedules, the players with the greatest and the best schedules for the rest of the season. These are guys you want to rely on in the fantasy playoffs, and we'll have that conversation next. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Matt, let's talk about the fantasy playoffs. We've got a few players here who have great schedules for the remainder of the season and a wide variety of guys, really a handful of quarterbacks here. Uh, Some of these we were already counting on. You said you made the playoffs in one league basically because of Dak Prescott. And Dak and the Cowboys have a nice schedule left for the rest of the season. So, uh We already know that Dak Prescott needs to be in our fantasy lineup every single week. If you've got him, 
just like Matt, you're probably in your fantasy playoffs because he is, uh, he has been one of the best quarterbacks, uh, over the past, uh, past couple months or so after, a, after a pretty slow start to his season. Uh, so no surprise there with Dak Prescott, Justin Fields though, is another quarterback with a five-star schedule. We, we've seen ups and downs from Justin Fields this year, um, Matt, what are your thoughts on fields? And, uh, you know, if you want to look ahead a little bit and think about what the Bears might do, I would love those thoughts as well. Yeah, I think they're maybe the most intriguing team in the league right now because on both sides of the ball, they're playing a lot better. This last month or six weeks has been highly respectable. They just beat the Lions. I think fields is progressing very nicely. I also firmly believe they're going to have the first overall pick. I don't think Carolina wins another game. And it'll be really hard not to take the quarterback first, even just for financial reasons. That being said, Atlanta, I mean, I keep bringing it up around here. I mean, hey, I'll give you a second round pick if I'm the Steelers for Justin Fields and just have a picket fields battle, you know, in, in camp and best man win and could probably come up with eight other teams, Washington. I mean, so I think he will be an opening day starter somewhere. And he's extremely fantasy relevant, you know, because of the way he plays. I like him. I mean, so I'm not hesitating to invest in him just because he might not be the Bears starter next week, next year. That is, yeah, that, and and that's the point I made in this week's uh, dynasty dynasty blueprint article on DLF was uh, even if the Bears do decide to move on, take Caleb Williams, Justin Fields is one of the best. 32 quarterbacks in the league and oh, we yeah. could go even lower than that. He's one of the best 20 quarterbacks in the league, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, and and he, he's going to be a starter. Exactly what you said. We did hear uh, the national report pregame on Sunday that suggested the Steelers and the Falcons could oh, really? both be interested in, in fields. Um, if he, if he were to become available and uh I think there's several other teams that could uh, could put in an sure. offer as well. Uh, for the record, the Bears have the Browns, the Cardinals, and the Falcons coming up over the next three weeks uh, during the fantasy playoffs. So Justin Fields, a solid schedule. Russell Wilson, another one uh, with a with a great quarterback schedule left. Russ is Russ and, and the Broncos have quietly been putting together a, a pretty solid second half of the season here they're uh they're seven and six now and they're in the playoff hunt yeah they are they've turned things around as much as any team in the league i mean i remember having trade line trade deadline conversations with you and a yep. bunch of outlets you know they're gonna trade everybody judy sutton you know they're gonna get the first overall pick in the draft well now they're right in the hunt they're one of these many seven and six teams I don't know that Peyton loves Wilson but i think he's stuck with them for another year he's running a lot more that's great for us I think that offense will be solid with a good offensive mind in charge. So he's, uh, I mean, I would say in terms of like starting week to week, he's probably quarterback 11 to 13, but in the dynasty world, in terms of just dynasty ranks, he's 16, 17, 18, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, The Broncos of course played the chargers this past weekend and they get the chargers again on uh, fantasy super bowl weekend, which is week 17. So it's lions Patriots and chargers for the Denver Broncos. A couple other quarterbacks with five-star schedules. 
these these are a little tougher to rely on in the fantasy <laughs> playoffs. But uh, both Nick Mullins, assuming he gets the nod in Minnesota, and Zach Wilson for the Jets uh, have have great schedules left themselves. That's like a said, leap I'm of faith. Starting, though, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not starting either one of those guys unless it's a a disaster situation. And if you're in the playoffs, you're probably not dealing with that, but something to keep in mind, the Vikings and the jets, nice quarterback schedule the rest of the way. We've talked about Austin Eckler quite a bit uh, on this show and really the past couple weeks on here, he's been the topic of our, uh, our, our Monday panic show did have that nice bounce back uh, game. And now the chargers do have a solid schedule to end the season, at least when it comes to, uh, running back defense Raiders, Bills, and Broncos the next three weeks. So maybe Austin Eckler ends the season uh, on a high note, which he really needs to. Yeah, he really does. But uh, I guess this is – you're not taking him out of your lineup. So, I mean, he's frustrating, but unless you're loaded. But I, I wouldn't think that the season gets so far away from that they bench him or anything like that for the young guys. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and and even with Herbert out, if we assume he misses, even if we assume he does miss the rest of the season, feels like that would be a situation where they'd lean on Eckler even more. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think we we still have to roll with Eckler. Yeah, I, I guess. Rid and Barrett, you know. Think, thanks to that schedule, uh, C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks. We've already talked about how hot the Dallas Cowboys have been. They showed that on Sunday night and and kept that up. Again, these guys are going to be in your lineup. Certainly Lamb is, and, and Brandon Cooks has been playing really well also. Uh, so schedule or gr- great schedule or not, C.D. Lamb's going to be in your lineup. This last one's a little interesting. Darren Waller has a great end-of-season schedule, fantasy playoff schedule. I think he's supposed to be back this week. What What are your thoughts? Are you, are you trusting Darren Waller in the fantasy playoffs, Matt? Hmm. Maybe. Uh, I mean, uh, it's probably next perfect world is let him play one game first, see him. Yeah. That's and fair. then throw him back in week two, assuming you're still alive, but you might not have that luxury. I would bet he's a top 12 tight end in every rank going into next week. Right. Uh, <laughs> quite the groan. Yeah. I, you know, I think I almost put him in that Zach Wilson, Nick Mullins category. Like even if he does okay. the best schedule, I just, I don't think I can rely on him. I I don't think I can trust him. He's, he didn't play well, multiple injuries this season. I mean, and honestly, we're not even sure if he, if he makes it back uh, on the field this year, uh, despite some, some reports that suggest he's, uh, he's healthy enough to play. So again, just something to keep in mind. Waller uh, at least has the schedule in his favor, uh, even if everything else is going against him. That is going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.